faithful Niner Empire. What's good? What's good? What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. Faithful Niner Empire. What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. Welcome back for week two of What's Good with yours truly, Jay in the Bay. Huge shout out to the 49ers Cutback uh, for this production. And it is, like I said, week two versus the uh, division rival in the Seattle Seahawks. Man, I can't wait. Are you guys as fired up as I am? And this is the home opener for the 49ers. The faithful will be in the building at Levi Stadium. I can't wait for this game. Now, Kyle Shanahan, unfortunately, does not have, has not had much success versus the Seahawks in his tenure with the 49ers. You know, he's only won two games um, out of 10 so far. So, Definitely not good for Shanahan, but hopefully we can turn that around starting this Sunday at Levi Stadium. And there is rain in the forecast. I don't know what's going on, because for those that live in California, we don't get rain around here. So I don't know what's going on. It seems like the the, the dark clouds are following this 49ers franchise for whatever reason. But hopefully it won't be as bad of a downpour as it was in Shottown. Um, this Seahawks team is coming off of a emotional win versus the best player probably in their franchise and Russell Wilson. I mean, that, that was the Seahawks Super Bowl. I don't know what uh, Geno Smith that was. I don't know who that was, but I've never seen Geno Smith play that well. I thought he played pretty well. Um, and, you know, they were able to run the ball. The defense was playing well. That crowd was in it. That's for sure. The 12s were definitely in the building. And um, I think they're in for a letdown. I definitely think they're in for a letdown on the road at Levi Stadium. And, uh, you know, I think the 49ers need to come out. I'm interested to see what type of 49ers team comes out, what type of energy they have, uh, because I know the faithful will be behind them. But it's time to get into Jay and the Bay's five big things. Let's get it. Five, All right, number one, Trey Lance needs to improve his completion percentage. He was about, I think, 13 of 28 versus Chicago. It's it's hard to judge Trey Lance in that type of, you know, weather. I mean, people people don't even go outside in that type of weather, let alone try to play a football game at at their best uh, when the conditions, you know, really don't allow for it. So, I don't want to necessarily throw out the game last week against Chicago, uh, but I think he can perform much better. And I think Shanahan's just going to have to give him some easy throws in the beginning of the game. And I thought in the beginning of the game, that's what Kyle Shanahan did last week against Chicago. Just do, do similar things, short passes. Uh, it would be great if we could have Kittle in this game, but I, I doubt he'll play. Uh, but you know, I think just get Trey Lance comfortable in the beginning of the game. And it also helps if the offensive line can block for Trey, um, give him a comfortable pocket to throw from. Uh, but I, I want to see Trey Lance at least, can he be at least 60%? 
And I think something that will help his completion percentage is if he doesn't throw 28 balls, maybe if we get that number down to 20 to 22 balls, maybe he's like 16 or 22, 15 or 22, something like that. I think that would go uh, a long way. And of course, no turnovers. That would be perfect. But uh, my first big thing is improve Trey Lance completion percentage. Um, and I think that would go a long way toward a victory against Seattle, number two. This 49ers secondary, I felt like Justin Fields was a playmaker. And I felt like that was something that the 49ers defense last week could not allow. I'll just keep Justin Fields contained in the pocket um, and don't allow him to playmake. And that's basically what he did. That, that's what won the Bears the game last week. Justin Fields was able to run outside the pocket, use his legs, receivers got open. Um, and that's something that I did not want to see. I mentioned the 49ers secondary because I think they'll actually get a true test. Fields didn't really throw outside the numbers um, on, on actual plays. We know the play to Dante Pettis, but outside of that, he didn't really test the 49ers secondary. Geno Smith could test the 49ers secondary. He definitely has the weapons. There's no doubt the Seahawks wide receivers are much better than the Bears. Let's be real. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, they got a pretty good tight end. So I think this will be a nice test for the 49ers secondary. Hopefully we can get another interception in back-to-back -back weeks. That would be great. Uh, but I think the 49ers secondary is going to have to play some, some pretty good football going up against these two elite wide receivers uh, that the Seahawks have. Number three. Definitely got to play button-up football. Um, I mean, this is something I could literally say every week. But last week, let's be real faithful. This is the reason why we lost this game. You, you can't not only face the opponent. They're going to give it their all. But then when you beat yourself with penalties um, on defense, you know, I love Greenlaw. I love Aziz. I love the passion, the energy. I love how they're aggressive. But it has to be controlled aggression it can't just be you know wild aggression you, you can't control yourself so definitely have to button it up on the penalties got to play smarter got to play more disciplined football and it's not just the players it's, it's the coaching staff as well so hopefully we see an improvement of that hopefully we don't have double digit penalties again this week and over 100 yards also we got to be able to to not turn over the ball when we're on offense. Debo, that Debo fumble was huge on the first drive. We were getting ready to score. We were in the red zone. So that's something else that we have to, um, you know, try to get better at turnovers and penalties. And hopefully we can do that this week against a division rival because Seattle's, I don't think they're just going to hand over the game to us. We're going to have to go out there and take the game. And uh, if we play button up football, it'll go a long way to getting a victory uh, at Levi Stadium in the home opener, number four. All right, running back expectation. Man, I was so happy to see Elijah Mitchell in that first half. He was running well. Uh, he had six carries, 41 yards. I didn't even see the play. He got hurt until after the game. Very unfortunate that Elijah Mitchell is going to be out the next, you know, two months. But who's going to step up at running back? The 49ers did sign uh, Marlon Mack, a running back, he's recovering from a torn Achilles that he had two years ago. Will he be up on game day? We'll see what happens. Uh, I have a feeling, you know, Shanahan's going to ride with old reliable and Jeff Wilson Jr. And I, I like Jeff Wilson Jr., but I just, he, he's not Elijah Mitchell. He just doesn't have that same burst. He doesn't have the same ability to cut. Um, you know, he'll, he's like a power back, but 
in this offense, I think we need more big plays. Um, and I know Jeff Wilson Jr. most likely will start, but hopefully we'll see TDP, the third round running back we drafted this year. And hopefully we'll see Jordan Mason, a UDFA. So hopefully we'll see all three guys, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I had to think, if I had to guess, I would say there's only going to be three running backs up on game day. Um, and then of course, juice check. So he would be the fourth. Uh, so it'll be between one of those three guys or three of those four guys that I mentioned before. So who's going to be the running back and whoever it is, we're going to have to run the ball effectively. And, and it's crazy when you look at the stats last week against Chicago, I mean, every statistical category, the Niners, you know, and more yards, um, total yards, all that good stuff. We should have won the game, but that's neither here nor there. Hopefully this week against Seattle, um, we continue to run the ball and I, hopefully we see less of Trey Lance running the ball. I don't really want to see him have double digit carries every game. I don't know how you feel faithful, but if we could keep that down to five or six, uh, Debo gets his five or six touches. Um, and then it'll be a mixture between Jeff Wilson Jr., TDP and Jordan Mason. Um, we'll see what happens with Marlon Mack. It'll be interesting to see. I know we'll all be glued to our cell phones to see who is going to be on that inactive list. Um, on Sunday, you know, an hour or so before the game. But whoever is in there is going to have to be effective. Um, we can't have a one-dimensional offense that we had last week against Chicago in the second half because, you know, we can't expect Trey Lance just to uh, will this team to win with his arm. You know, that's, that's not fair to him, and we need to have a balanced offensive attack. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm, I'm excited because Seattle, they did give up a lot of big runs to Denver. And uh, hopefully that's something that will continue on Sunday. Let's go with number five. 49ers pass rush. It, it was getting there in the first half. Um, and in the second half, I don't know what it was, whether they got tired, whether it was the elements made it much harder for them to pass rush. But um, Jordan Willis, I believe, um, he's on IR for the next four games. So we promoted um, uh, Kamiko to Ray. So I think he'll give this defensive line a nice boost in addition to, you know, the guys that are already there. I, I believe uh, Samson and Kinlaw had a sack. Bosa had a sack last week. Uh, so I think that's one thing that this defense will have to do in order to make Gino not feel comfortable in the pocket got to get after him, got to make him feel this, this 49ers pass rush. I believe the Seahawks have two rookie offensive tackles. So we, we've got to take advantage of that. No question about it. we got to take advantage of that. Get some pressure on Gino. He was very efficient last week. I think it was like 23 of 28. We've, we've got to get that. We got to get those numbers farther apart. He needs to be down at 50% completion percentage. Um, and I think a, a good pass rush will definitely help in that area. And those are Jay's five big things. Hey, Jay. All right, it's time for Hey, Jay. That's where um, users send in their questions for me about the 49ers. Let's get into the first question. So we have Ernest. What's good? Appreciate the question tonight, Ernest. Ernest says, what is the key for consistent O-line this season and who do you see as stepping up you know I, I don't think fans want to hear this but I think the the only way for an offensive line to be consistent is they have to play together I mean it's just as simple as that I think the offensive line that we see this Sunday is going to be 
different as far as experience, as, as far as um, um, familiarity with each other compared to a week eight of this of this same starting five. So I think it's just going to be a, a, a roller coaster type year for this offensive line. I know Brunskill, I don't believe his practice this week. Don't anticipate that he'll play. Um, so, I mean, you got three young interior guys. They, they just have to jail. You know, the offensive line, it, it's different than a wide receiver. It, it's different because, you, you know, if one part of your offensive line is weak, you know, every other part of the offensive line is, 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 is weakened by that. So the only way it's going to get better is they just have to continue to play together and learn week by week and just try to get better. Um, and who do I see as stepping up? I mean, I thought, um, you know, I think um, Spencer uh, Burford, I believe he was the highest rated offensive lineman we had last week. So that, that's a good sign. Um, and I'm trying to think of who Seattle has. I know they drafted a pass rusher, um, a, a rookie uh, this offseason. And I know Jamal Adams, unfortunately, he's out and he, he loves to rush the passer. So it'll be interesting to see who Seattle has that can put some pressure on this offensive line. Um, but hopefully Jake Brindle steps up because I think he was one of the lowest graded offensive linemen we had. So hopefully Jake Brindle can step up, you know, have a better game. Um, at that center position, it'll definitely help out Trey and it'll, and it'll help out the entire offensive line. Thanks for the question, Ernest. All right, so we have another question from Jay. What's good? Appreciate the question tonight. Jay says, thoughts on our second string tight end? Will Croft continue as a lock at tight end two or through the season? Will we see Kyle use all three backup tight ends? I'm trying to think. I don't know if Charlie Warner was in the game last week, or at least I didn't see anything from, him. I know Dwelly had a catch. I believe I saw Tyler Croft out there. And that was one of the plays where Trey Lance missed Croft. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think that, I think it's pretty much set. Um, I think it's Charlie Warner. I think it's Ross Dwelly and then Tyler Kraft. I think the best blocker out of those three is probably Warner and Dwelly. I think they will be there for sure on, on blocking downs, but I like what Croft brings from a receiving standpoint, especially with Kittle being out. Um, I, I, you know, hopefully we'll see a better connection between Croft and Trey Lance as the season goes on. I mean, we really don't know how long George Kittle is going to be out. Um, obviously, the sooner the better, but I like where we are. I like that we picked up Tyler Croft um, because I think we need, we know George Kittle gets nicked up, so we need another tight end who can possibly threaten the defense from a receiving uh, aspect. So um, definitely like Croft on the squad. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we will see all three tight ends used at, at, at one point, especially with Kittle being hurt. Now, once Kittle is back and healthy, one of those tight ends could go to the practice squad or, hey, maybe Shanahan keeps all four um, because I think they would definitely help um, in, in pass blocking situations and also in the run game. So but I uh, appreciate the question, Jay. Fade away, Jay. All right. Now it's time for Fade Away Jay. I'm definitely geeked up for this game against the division rival in the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, Russell Wilson is no longer there. Um, but, hey, they, they played really hard in front of their fans. Uh, it was very loud in that stadium. And uh, Seattle, hey, they're riding high right now. <laughs> beating Russell Wilson 
so that, that that's crazy to think about. But um, they're riding high. But I think if the 49ers just just take care of business, just just be buttoned up. Don't beat yourself with penalties. Don't be over aggressive. You know, play with that controlled aggression. I think we'll be just fine. I'm eager to see. Hopefully we'll see Jordan Mason get some run in at running back. You know, I'm not going to be surprised if Jeff Wilson Jr. gets to start because, you know, he's the vet. And we know Shanahan loves his vets. And uh, he trusts he trusts Jeff Wilson Jr. And I understand that. But, it, you know, if he's only getting two, two, three yards of carry, then, hey, put Jordan Mason in, put TDP in. Uh, if uh, Marlon Mack is uh, active, hey, let, let's let him get some run as well. So um, I, I can't wait for the game. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I, you know, it, I, I don't want to not have faith in the Niners after one week, but I was shocked by that. <laughs> I don't know about you, Faithful, but hey, when I was looking at the schedule, uh, I, I penciled that in as a win <laughs> versus Chicago. So I was shocked that we lost that game. Uh, but, you know, the elements, it's not an excuse, but that's just reality. The elements were what they were. We'll be back at Levi Stadium. Hopefully it's not raining too hard. And as long as we stick to our game, Trey Lance is accurate. Um, this defense plays like it did in the first half. I think we'll be just fine. So um, definitely confident in the 49ers. I think we should win this game. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers to win. 24 to 14 and uh you know game uh game two against the seattle seahawks can't come any sooner and i appreciate everyone watching the second episode of what's good with yours truly jay in the bay you can follow me on all social media platforms youtube ig twitter tiktok facebook appreciate all the support um and i'll see you guys next week week three go niners